Okay, so our guest today is Justin Ishak. He's been leading Bible studies for about 10 years and has been working his way up slowly to becoming a pastor in the Philippines. Justin, thank you for coming on. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. I appreciate this a lot. So, yeah, we wanted to get you on this episode just because when we filmed our religion episode, as I said before we were recording, um, we pretty much agreed on everything and it wasn't sort of, I didn't feel that it was as balanced as I would like it to be. Uh, So I did remember you and yeah, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Um, You watched the religion episode. I I did, I I did. Yeah, I guess (laughs) I just wanted to, I guess want to start this off by asking you um, any thoughts? Hey, uh, (laughs) no, I love that. Um, For sure. I, the first thing I want to say, like, I love the, I I love the idea behind just the unfiltered show, you know, Um, I do, I I do think um, conversations are too filtered sometimes, especially here in the Philippines, you know that, right? To the Mm, point where you're not getting to, you're not, you're not moving forward. You're not, you're not getting people um, growing in their way of thinking. The filter sometimes just keeps me where I'm at, if that makes sense. And so, um, yeah, I watched the religion episode. Definitely. Um, there are things, there are things that I actually agreed with. There are things that I, I will start with that. I will oh, okay. start with that. There are things about, there are things about, um, the institution of religion, mm, the institution yeah. of, um, how things are run and the, the holding leaders unaccountable Yeah. that, that frustrates me as well. And I think that that's, that's, that shouldn't be a reflection that's not for me personally that's not biblical christianity at all mm-hmm. actually just being flat out straight up honest you know that's not yeah. that's not what biblical christianity is about and so i i love there there are ideas in the podcast that you guys discussed that i was very much on board with um there will be there was definitely stuff i disagreed with right or stuff yeah, that i would have loved true. to kind of bring up um and i think those are the things that um i'm excited to bring up i think uh yeah, one of sure. the yeah, I guess one of my values, if I could just say real quick, is um, being able to have open, honest conversations with people and being able to disagree with people, but still be able to be like, all right, we're we're still cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm looking forward to this just for that, you know? Actually, cool. awesome. uh, if I may butt in, I'm really happy that you said yeah. that because that was, that's, that was going to be something that I wanted to bring up. And it's like, we might differ yeah. on opinions here, but I just hope that no one leaves here feeling like, oh, I hate this person. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, <clears throat> growing up during high school, um, I lived very far away. Mm-hmm. So whenever I slept over at one of my mates who was in the same sort of circle, they would have a Bible study, which was led by you on mm-hmm. Friday nights, wasn't it? Or Saturday? Friday nights. Yeah. Friday nights. Friday nights. And you know, it was kind of rude of me to be like, "Yeah, you go, I'll stay here." <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I did go, and we did meet up. And you were aware that at that time I was a sort of atheist or agnostic at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we still had cool conversations after I yeah. sat through just learning about what you were teaching these boys. And um, yeah, we had just a really cool conversation. We disagreed obviously mm-hmm. sure well it wasn't it didn't turn into a shouting match it wasn't anything like that and i thought that was really nice so um, if anything if anything bro i had shouting matches with the christians when I did yeah. with you. you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> there were some more disagreements there and so i, I not disagreement but there was some more like i guess not i don't know say anger but like yeah emotion there mm-hmm. you know then we were yeah. able to have actual conversations so i loved it 
Yeah, I mean, at that point, I guess they would. I guess they had more passion. I would say, mm-hmm. whereas me, <laughs> so, I was just like, so what's all this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm hoping to get that sort of energy that we had back then into this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Is there um, anything that you wanted to, any sort of one point that you wanted to bring up most? Ah, uh, well, I, I took notes just so y'all. Okay, <laughs> I, awesome, I wrote awesome, some stuff down. Actually. I love it when I, when when guests do that because then we can actually have a structured conversation. I really like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I wrote down some of the things that stuck out to me based mm-hmm. on the the discussion that happened. Um, and yeah, I guess one of the main things that stuck out to me um, was uh, the first thing I wrote down actually was the 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 I guess um, being against. I don't know if that makes sense, but just being against the institution of. Um, Catholicism in a way, or just the the leadership and how it was kind of drilled down on people um, from a young age, essentially. And um, I guess the the balance between um, being able to communicate what I believe is the truth to somebody who's younger than me, right? While also giving them the ability to think for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And being given them the ability, not not sheltering them from other worldviews or other thought processes, in the hopes that this is all they know. Um, and I actually experienced that a lot in, in Faith, Faith Academy, which was the school I went to, right? It was a very Christian school. Um, you had a mix of different people, especially now kind of 10 years out of high school. Um, you see a mix of people. You see some people who grew up as Christians, who grew up in um, un, kind of an, in a Christian upbringing, and they end up um, still holding on to their faith and still being pretty strong in that. And then there are some Christians who, we called it the faith bubble, you're in a bubble basically, and you don't know anything else. And as soon as you're thrown into the world, as soon as you're thrown into university where you're given all of these other thoughts um, or these other kind of worldviews and ways of thinking, mm. um, and you're not equipped to, to handle the different kind of, or to, to handle arguments, to handle discussions, um, they threw it away pretty quick, right? Mm. And you got them living on their own and stuff. And so um, it, I, I, I understand the, the need for a sort of, when you've got a big group of people, you need some sort of an institution, some sort yeah, of governing yeah. body to kind of tell people how to go about things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that should only go so far, if that makes sense, you know, yeah, um, sure. yeah. especially to the point where the leaders are not held accountable. And I get very frustrated. Like, it's not just in Catholicism where the priests will kind of molest kids, right? Um, yeah. in, I don't know if you guys have heard of Ravi Zacharias, a Christian apologist uh, a couple years ago. One of my, like, one of my inspirations growing mm-hmm. up, like I, he, he taught me a lot about the faith and I would use his videos a lot, Alec in Bible study, um, passed away a few years ago, find out basically that he's had years and years and years of just womanizing and molesting women in massage parlors and all of this stuff. And you're just kind of like, well, well, well there was my inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there it goes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So frustrating, you know, frustrating. Yeah. Cause I think uh, we can agree, agree on the point of the institution part of religions and mm. that most of the times it does go too far or it shouldn't, like it shouldn't, they really shouldn't have that sort of authority. Do you think? Because, mm. 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 you know, years ago I was, I was very sort of one side. I thought oh, all religions are bad, mm. but upon you know opening my mind a bit more being open to being having 
also being able to meet other people who are capable of having a conversation about these things I was able to learn yeah. a bit more which is really cool yeah. and um, like I agree with the basis of every modern religion the basis of every modern yeah. religion I feel is just basically don't be a cunt right <laughs> like, like be like love your family love your friends treat each other like the way that you'd want to be treated yeah. and I was I think I was talking yeah. with my sister as well like I was telling her about we were talking about religion which is not a subject that she likes to talk about just because I can take it a bit far for her but <laughs> but one thing that stuck out to me was when she said I don't like it when you call it a religion because it's more of a faith yeah what sure. do you think of that statement good question I I've heard, I grew up hearing that a lot, right? And mm -hmm. not even just faith, like if you guys heard the, it's not a religion, it's a relationship mm -hmm. kind of thing, um, that too. Um, you know, I, I guess a definition of terms would be important, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, think, I think part of it is also, um, it, part of it could be Christians wanting to differentiate what we believe from everybody else, mm -hmm. you know, um, kind of separating it. Uh, we're not just a belief system. Um, we are also, I mean, it, it's, there's love here. You know, we, we love our God. We are, we have a yeah. relationship with, um, Jesus Christ who saved us, who loved us first kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page. I'm for that, that it is a, it is a faith. It is a belief. It is a, it's a relationship that I have with God himself. Right. Um, and it's, it, it, that doesn't absolve me that I think where some Christians go off is they, they're all about relationship, but they forget that there are laws. It is still, don't be there a douchebag. <laughs> you know there what I'm saying? Yeah, there are yeah. terms. There are, exactly. Like any relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Like any yeah. relationship, there is a way to live. Mm. Um, and if I am to, if God is good, if God is, if God is kind, if God is loving, I should be reflecting that yeah. as somebody who cares about him, right? And so that mm -hmm. ought to show out in my life. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't always end the show out that yeah. way, right? It's not to always. Be, to be fair, that's my biggest, um, like, actually, let me start by saying that I always see religious people as very kind people, and there are people that I generally agree with, and I can yeah. I can interact with them very well, and so I, I never criticize religious people, because they are often sort of what I would call good examples of what of how to be a person nowadays. Yeah. My, my criticisms are always directed towards the, the institutions, um which for me are either politicized or actually militarized in some um phase but what i would say towards that is also a little bit that there is a for me there is a very distinct difference between a lot of uh, christians or catholics and for example muslims muslims they for example live fairly strictly to sort of a lot of the, a lot of the laws or a lot of the let's just call them terms that come with their faith right and I find that a lot of Christians don't, you know, it's sort of, especially amongst Catholics, uh, I, I myself, I'm, I'm in a uh, Catholic fraternity. So uh, uh, even though I'm not religious, but I, I know a lot of people who are. And what I hear so often is like, I can do what I want because I'm just going to go to church on Sunday and then it'll, it'll be okay. Oh, no. I'm just like, no. that's, that, I'm not sure that that's how that really works. <laughs> sure, sure, exactly. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah, that's one of my biggest criticisms, uh, specifically about a lot of Catholics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And the 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 confession the fact that your god is loving yeah um kind of gives you an allowance to do whatever you want exactly essentially, yeah. right yeah. yeah like taking advantage of his so-called kindness yeah my which is 
can I just say like there's a yeah, there's yeah, a there's there's a movement right now um, within Christianity that I'm I'm super thankful of and it's a scary thing to talk about um, mm-hmm. but uh, basically there, there's a lot of pastors that they, we call it the reformed movement um, mm-hmm. and basically what they're talking about it, it's it's kind of a it's a movement back to biblical Christianity mm-hmm. um, okay. what it is is basically kind of a uh, small group of people or churches or certain churches, specific churches, realizing that the American Christian culture yeah. and just Western Christian culture in general is straying farther and farther away from biblical Christianity. If that makes yeah. sense, right? It's yeah, straying yeah. farther and farther away from what the Bible actually says you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to live. I and, see that every day here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's day. it's and so that there's almost some some pastors come across as angry when they're speaking mm-hmm. to Christians because it's like, a, what are y'all doing? Like, are you even, exactly. yeah. do you even know the God that you're, you're serving kind of thing, right? In fairness, um, though, even though that might sound like it's a super radicalized movement, that mm-hmm. for me is easier to accept and sort of like, like get through my mind than sort of what yeah. I, I like to call the sort of uh, uh, discount religious people who I sure. encounter where they, they claim to be part of this religious system, but they adhere to none of the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I hate to make this comparison but it's I always think to myself that, that like being part of religion is almost sort of like being part of a specific political like like uh, uh, um, idea right yeah and so sure. you can call yourself a conservative and then at the same time propagate <laughs> extremely liberal uh, thoughts right and so it's, it's the same thing with with religion you can't for example call yourself a catholic and then do all of the things you're not allowed to do and then essentially just go mm-hmm. and repent for them i i don't think that that's the way to live so mm-hmm. yeah this, this this reform movement even though i'm not a religious person that's something that sure. i would actually i don't know i don't want to say celebrate but that's something that i would actually welcome more than the way that yeah. things are currently right absolutely they they talk about and this is the balance right they're like yes we serve a god of love he is a god of love he gave his son to die for our sins yeah. and all of that right but he gave his son to die for our sins to save us from the wrath that was coming to us from him. Yeah. Right. Because we were, because we're sinners, because we messed up, because we, we have not followed his ways. Yeah. And sure. so, and that, that's kind of the, the God of love that you serve is a God of wrath as well. Mm-hmm. But that wrath is against things that would hurt us against things that are sinful essentially. Yep. Right? Yeah. right. And so we're supposed to kind of walk this as a, as a Christian for me, at least, um, what I see in the Bible is I'm walking this, I'm constantly in this tension mm-hmm. between, between what I know I ought to be, yeah. right? What the Bible calls me to live like, but me also knowing that I fall short of that, mm-hmm. but, but me also not trying to lower that standard because it's more comfortable for me to say exactly. yeah, yeah. that I'm okay, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm still shooting for this, mm-hmm. but I will every day fall short. And that's why I need Jesus Christ kind of thing. That's why I need his help yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. That's my understanding. And I, can I just say too, like, I remember you guys talking about that in your podcast, um, in the Vaughn about yeah. religion, um, kind of bringing up that, that um, always striving for perfection, but knowing you're not going to get there. Right. Mm. I guess where we would disagree is that for me, perfection is a real thing. Like it's, it's there. Okay. It's an, it's, mm. it's an, it's attainable, but it's attainable on the other side of eternity, I guess, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's, okay. it's attainable once we, um, and Jesus came down and he was perfection. He lived it. Mm. And that's why we can kind of strive for it kind of thing so right um, okay yeah yeah so um, i don't know think, if that makes sense but yeah no no, no that makes perfect sense. yeah <laughs> but so on that what what would you what do you think of like other sort of modern religions as it is now 
disappointed. Like, yeah. I know you. I know you. I know you said before that you don't really, you know, read up on much of mm. other faiths and beliefs systems. But I've, when you I've do encounter a... other people who have that mindset, or um, you encounter, you know, possible readings or um, things on the news about other sure. religions, like what do you? What's what often goes through your mind when, in general, when you yeah. see those things? Yeah, I've done I've done a little bit of homework, and I um, actually I, I took notes on what Lewis said as well in the last five. You guys had a talk about um, the just the the Islam religion, right? Muslims yeah. mm-hmm. and all, and just that discussion. Um, I found it super interesting, and like I I I wrote it down because I was so excited because <laughs> I, yeah. I I love that we agreed on it. You know, um, I'll, I I want to share my thoughts about this, and then I'd love to hear your guys's if you disagree or how you see Christianity as opposed to other religions as well. Sure. Okay. Um, just to kind of understand it, but um, so what I heard, what I remember hearing was that um, kind of while while Muslims in general practice peace and are very are very peaceful people in general, right? The the writings of the Muslim faith um, and the the kind of uh, I guess yeah the books and um, the ideologies actually do kind of promote or um allow for violence against non-believers yeah, as well, right act, it's a, the scripture go. actually op- openly calls for it right right exactly oh, right so it, yeah. and i love the fairness there i love how how kind of honest you were about that right that it's funny that um muslims as a as a people are very peaceful but the ideology is very different and i would actually argue the opposite for christianity right that christianity is as a, as a religion as a belief system as a as a worldview, it's supposed to be very peaceful and loving mm. and accepting, but we are not the most peaceful and accepting and loving people that you would meet. I'm so glad that that's actually coming from you because um, <laughs> <laughs> one of one of another many critic critical points I have with a lot of um, Christians, and this is again especially Catholics because that's what I grew up around, right? It's that they are some of the most like discriminatory people I've ever met. They sort of don't have an understanding or a, a a willingness to accept other or, or accept that other people think differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. And I, I will say that there's a line to walk, right? Yeah, yeah, because, sure. because we do have a belief system that I, 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 like I was praying about this earlier, right? Before mm. I jumped on the show, I was like, Lord, help me stand up for the truth, right? Help me what yeah, I yeah. stand up for what I believe the truth is and what, um, like kind of not shy away from something that I believe is true but at the same time again like I can I can say what I believe is true and you and I can disagree but we can still be friends that's the difference right there's an yep. alienation I think yeah, that yeah, happens sure. and and that's the difference um it, some of that and this this might come across a little polarizing and y'all can y'all Go can ahead, tell dude. me what you think about uh-huh. this but we do that um, all so, the time here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about, like, let's say the LGBTQ movement, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a Christian, I believe that the Bible says that this is, uh, that homosexuality is a sin, mm-hmm. right? Um, kind of, and that, that parang, homosexual, uh, gay marriage for me, it, it, marriage is defined as a man and a woman, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's my own definition of it, right? Um, or that's the biblical definition of it. And so I, I'm not, I'm not one to kind of, um, I guess I, I don't see a man and a woman, a man and a man getting married. That that's not marriage to me, I guess. Right. right? Like, and that's biblical, like, I guess in terms of my faith. Um, now 
as a Christian, I should be able to tell you if you like, let's say, um, again, I should be able to tell somebody who is, who is gay that, um, bro, I don't disagree. I, I don't agree with your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I think that what you're doing is, is a sin mm-hmm. that doesn't make me better than you because I'm sinning in so many other things as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I'm not perfect. And so, um, and we're not ranking sins here. And so you're, you're living a life that is not, that is not pleasing to the Lord. I fall as well. That's mm-hmm. why I need Jesus. That's why you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but my, my telling you that you, that, that what you're doing is wrong should not mean that I am, that, that I hate you as a person. Right. Right. And so I'm not going to jump to that conclusion, but you shouldn't jump to that conclusion either. Does that make sense? Like, don't, don't, don't make this a fight if it doesn't have to be, I'm just telling you, I disagree with your lifestyle or whatever. And so I I think it works both ways, um, in certain areas, but I do believe uh, to your point, Lewis, like Christians have not made that easy yeah. in the past, right? We yeah. haven't. And, and Catholics have definitely not made that easy either. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, and so I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, I, I think it's more just kind of like they're fighting back, if mm-hmm. anything. Like the other side's fighting back because we didn't make it easy to start out with. True. Uh, which is also understandable. I mean, I think what gets left out in this whole debate <laughs> all the time is that all of us, as you said, are just humans and all of us will fall short, regardless of what what faith what religion you belong to if you don't have religion all of us have our flaws mm. as humans mm. and it's uh, that that scenario that you just described i often liken it to for example if you're at work and uh, your superior comes to you or let, let's just say your colleague so that you're both on the same mm. level right your colleague comes to you and right. says like you're not really doing that correctly right mm. it doesn't mean that they're saying that you're dumb or that you're incapable. Yeah. <laughs> they're just saying that like you're not doing it correctly right and so yes. it, they're not telling you to change either but what they're just they're just giving you a hint essentially right mm-hmm. um and so people are far more accepting of that but once it has to do with their like actual lifestyle and how they choose to live that's when people mm-hmm. get touchy um i just wanted to ask real quick though because like okay I'll, i will admit i've read the bible once but i didn't really like pay attention to, through it so sure. I, just, I, just, I just kind of flew through sure. it right but um is it actually <laughs> specifically written that homosexuality is a sin like I don't know. I really don't know. Sure. Um, it, it lists, it lists sins under mm-hmm. which, um, it, it lists kind of the way the world lives, which Christians ought not to live that way. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and homosexuality is one of those. There is actually a command. One should not lie with a man as with a woman, basically is okay. how it says it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mention the word homosexuality yeah, sure, sure. per mm-hmm. se. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it's, but it, it's about that, like lying with a man, with a woman. It all describes of that the stuff. act, which then you can, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, multiple times in the Bible, there, there's obviously there's discussions about it. Some, some mm-hmm. people will tell you that, oh, it was in the Old Testament and, and so um, all of that. But I can personally, I could tell you of places in the Old Testament and the New Testament where it's brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and again, it doesn't, it, doesn't con- it doesn't set it in a league apart from other sins. Does that make sense? Like it, it's okay. not yeah, yeah. different from anything else. It's not like you're an abomination, but someone who gets angry is a little bit more worthy than you are. Okay. Right. So and I think that's the place issue. on the same level. All sin is sin, okay. right. To God, we fall yeah. short in general. Um, mm-hmm. And it has something to do with our fallen nature. Right. Mm-hmm. Like again, um, I, cause I, I, again, homosexuality is wrong, but so is, and so is looking at porn. Right. So is right. anything outside of marriage, any sex outside of marriage is a sin. And so mm-hmm. um, I can't, we're, we're falling in that in general. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
that's actually pretty heavy because um, <laughs> I actually never thought of it that way because the way that it's often discussed like in, in, in public discourse is that uh, certain things are, let's just put it air quotes, acceptable and certain sure. things are yeah. absolutely unacceptable, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so the way you say it actually makes sense. What you say, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter which act it is. If it's wrong, it's wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. That actually kind of leads me to my next question, which I had uh, noted like b- before the recording even started. And it would, I just want to get your take on how how do you sort of justify or how do you kind of connect a lot of the um, the views that uh, Christianity holds with living in today's world? Because let's be honest, it's mm. today's world is really tricky in doing that. Yeah. Because like you said, for example, mm. as a young man, you have unlimited access to porn, right? For example. Yeah. Um, in today's culture, especially here in the West, um, like sexual activity is very accessible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it takes basically no effort and no one shuns it anymore, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, those are just two things, but it goes on and on and on. For example, tattoos, uh, I know actually it's written in the Old Testament, you're not supposed to have them, um, but a lot of people have them nowadays because mm-hmm. again, it's accepted. So how do you... There's a German word for the for this term, uh, but um, how do you sort of find a compromise between those two things? Reconcile, yeah, yeah. Um, side note, um, side note about that tattoos for me, like biblically, are uh, contextually um, mm-hmm. the the tattoos part contextually um, in the Old Testament was um, about because back then tattoos. Um, reflected paganism they were right, a part yeah. of paganism right like mm-hmm. if you didn't believe in god or if you worship demons and you worshiped other things you got tattoos so i see nothing wrong with tattoos i don't mm-hmm. think biblically tat- uh, tattoos are wrong mm-hmm. um it was just a specific kind of time in that point um okay. but it, and it's 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 easy to differentiate i think or kind of it, once once you do your homework or once people do their homework you're able to differentiate between certain contexts i think okay mm-hmm. um but but yeah uh in today's culture, and I'm not speaking from a place of being perfect in this, okay, for sure, right, like, um, you all know, I mean, like, I, so I was exposed to, I was exposed to pornography when I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. um, this is, uh, and it was, it's been a struggle of mine since, honestly, it's something that I'm still kind of fighting um and it's 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 been a, it's been a whole thing right it's like i i know people who are like what porn like do it dude like it's no big deal you know like it, yeah, what, yeah. what are you what are you talking yeah. about um and then you're in the you're in the church and you hear that again um looking at a woman with lust is committing adultery with her in your heart kind of thing right that's mm-hmm. what the bible says and so um we're held to a standard that is seemingly it, it could be seen as exhausting right it's yeah. a, it's exhausting kind of thing. I have like the whole lot yeah <laughs> exactly 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 and so so it's 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 one of those things that it's like um well i i fall far right i fall far yeah, yeah. and so um it, and that i think that's what i was talking about earlier too right like the the living in this constant tension between seeing the law of god right mm. seeing the law and knowing that we fall far, but it's not just that we fall far. It's like culture is, oh my goodness. You know, yeah. like it's not even close. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, can I read a passage For real sure. quick? Yeah. Um, Please go ahead. Um, it's in James one. Um, and this is, this is one of my kind of, um, it hit me hard when, when I read it, I, I heard a preaching on it a, a while back. Um, 
So it says, sorry, I don't have a bookmark, but James 1, um, 22 to 24. Uh, and I'll explain it a little bit. It says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Basically do what it says, right? Mm -hmm. um, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who, who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the Bible, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Um, what I get from that is it like, I love the perseveres there. Yeah. Right. Cause it's not just about like, okay, seeing this law as good and as perfect and it, seeing it as God gave me this, this kind of list of ways to live, not because he's a God who wants to deprive me of fun or happiness, mm -hmm. but because he wants to protect me. Yeah. Right. Like there's a protection that comes in this when, when we talk about uh, when we talk about the sanctity of marriage and how mm -hmm. sex with one person for the rest of your life, having sex and discovering sex with this one person and mm -hmm. being bad at it first, but learning and figuring <laughs> it out and being awesome at it later on, you know, like yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. like, like learning about it and the beauty of that and the beauty of sticking with one person, even if they're being frustrating or even if they're not in the mood sometimes, you know, like mm -hmm. that, the, the beauty of marriage and the commitment in that. And the, that's the reason God creating that kind of a picture of marriage and that's the reason why you don't have sex with just anybody and everybody and why you don't look because you ought to be, because there's something to be said for faithfulness and loyalty and love and, sure. and walking together, right? Like that's, that's kind of the yeah. thought process behind it. And so seeing that God's laws um, are there for our good, but, and doing our best to follow them because we love him um, and not giving up on that, even mm -hmm. if we do fall short, I guess that's how I would, that's how I kind of reconcile it. It's that, um, and this is where I'll, sorry, I'm rambling a little bit guys, oh, but this no, is no, fun. No, like no, I'm no, enjoying no, it. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, Follow your thought process. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, I guess two things. Number one, like, let me ask you guys, like there, there's a difference between, um, there's a difference between uh, like a, a teacher or a parent uh, or yeah, a teacher or some random person um, telling you, to buy them a gift versus like your girlfriend or someone mm -hmm. you love asking you to buy them a gift. Right. It's like, why, yeah. why would I buy you a gift? But you, I love you. Yeah. It's easy. Right. It's like easier. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. So, so the love is the kind of the, the, the relationship and the enjoyment of this person and the seeking the good of this person is what makes following the law. It, it gives you extra motivation. It, it's what makes mm -hmm. it easier. Right. Um, and so uh, a love for God that, I believe God has kind of God, like once, once, once there's that shift of like, I realize what Jesus Christ has done for me. I realize how unworthy I am as a sinner and that he died to save me from my sins and his law is good and all that. That gives me extra motivation to live this life. Um, and the Bible does talk clearly about how like, man, if you follow this, Christianity is not gonna be easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I, 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 I hate the, uh, again, like, oh, you just have to believe it's no big deal, dude. Like That's, this is you're yeah. you're carrying your cross daily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, this is yeah. not an easy thing. It's a weight to to live this way instead of living freely, kind of thing. Um, but it, 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 there's there's that mix of like again, I I know this is what I'm called to. I know this is this is uh, the God that I serve and the God that I love, and I want to follow it. And I also know that my falling short 
and this is what I think differentiates um, Christianity from any other religion. This is where I'll polarize it. Um, mm. uh, this is where Christianity is separated from another, any other religion. And this is where I would honestly, Lewis, separate Catholicism from Christianity. Mm. And this, is where I, this is where I put them separately. I put Catholicism almost in, in the league with another religion where it's very works-based. Yeah. You live it, you live it, and you can only get to heaven if you live right, if your good works somehow exactly. kind yeah. of outbalance your bad works right sure yeah. in christianity in christianity it's it's you are covered by the blood of jesus christ mm. he lived perfectly you know you can't like stop stop trying to live by a law to make to make yourself worthy of me is what god's saying right um i've covered you with my blood and that's where sometimes the the freedom and the not caring about the law comes in yeah. right but that has to be balanced out with no i've covered you with my blood so you love me now. So you mm. ought to live this way, right? Sure. You're, you're, you're doing good works are not a result of, um, you're doing good works are not a result of my, uh, of, of trying to be worthy to me. You're doing good works are a result of you already being worthy for me. Mm -hmm. I've already accepted you. So live it out. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Kind of thing. I, sure. And I'll stop there. I'd want to hear y'all's thoughts about everything i just said but uh, yeah <laughs> that's a lot to take in alec go ahead oh okay cheers um <laughs> no um you know as i said before like i've only been recently learning more about how people who do believe interpret life and interpret those teachings compared to especially with obviously western society and i do agree with you in the fact that you know people who i don't want to say do it right but people who do it in a certain way mm -hmm. are able to make it so that they're living for what the teachings are rather than just doing it because they're going to have a good afterlife or mm -hmm. because they're, they've been taught that way and so they need to follow it to the letter. Because yeah. I, always off, I, I, I always often find myself disagreeing with those people. Mm -hmm. Like... Obviously, I don't have a problem with faith and religion, but if it's to the point where, like, okay, so for example, if a person is like, oh, my faith teaches this, so I must practice to be loving and caring, that's great because that means you're being um, just a genuine, decent person the way that yeah. I feel everyone should be. But when it gets to the point of, oh, this is happening, I must do something about it because right. my faith or my God told me to mm. that's where i'm just like hang on <laughs> your god is all powerful he's all knowing he's got this one let him do it <laughs> let him do it like this this has nothing to do with you yeah you may think that you're being righteous and shit but mm. you you need to calm the fuck down like sit yeah. back down and mm. that's that's where i draw the line of when it does get to that point but as you were saying uh for people who practice uh, that certain way where they're practicing to be a decent person they're doing it not because they think they're already saved but the fact mm. that they feel they need to live by those natural ways that god intended for them mm. i do agree with that yeah oh. and like the way they see the quote-unquote law of the bible mm. i think that's good as well because you can translate that into other just basic human teachings like 
uh, do unto others as you have as you would have them do unto you I learned that when I was in elementary school but it wasn't like a bible teaching it was just treat others the way you want to be treated Mm. yeah and to me things like that they're not technically biblical rules they're not like faith rules they're just I feel unwritten rules of just being a decent human being Mm. and Mm. so when we go through that I do like that aspect of things even when it does Mm. uh, refer to Catholicism but I like how you did differentiate between Catholicism of people working like that Mm -hmm. in order for something else to be said exactly rather whereas Christianity is you're doing this because you want to live a, a nurturing and caring life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, how about you, Lewis? So I don't even know where to start. There's like three points <laughs> that I want to kind of bring up. Um, I want to hear all of them, bro. Yeah. Bring them on. <laughs> so in regards to reconciling living in today's world with um, mm. any religious belief system, let's just generalize it um i think for me personally it's sort of what alec already brought up it's really important that for a large for all of us even for those of us who consider themselves to be non-religious that we adhere to some kind of code which you can find in every single religion right Uh, it's like alex said be nice to others so that they are nice to you um you know for me, generally, the concept of freedom is I can do as I please and do what I want as long as I'm not harming anyone else, right? Mm-hmm. In the mo- like the instant that I start harming mm-hmm. someone else, that's where my freedom actually ends, right? So sure. that's, that's, that's how I see it. And so in regards to things like pornography and, uh, and sexual activity, for me personally, I have to differentiate between promiscuous sexual activity and, for example, being in a steady relationship with someone for a prolonged period of time and engaging mm. sexual activity with them. Sure. For example, in, in my current case, I've been with my girlfriend right now for three years mm. and we've had sex with each other, but we're not married. Mm. So mm-hmm. I know that the way that the Bible sees it, that's actually wrong. Yeah. Um, and, that's a, and that's a decision that I've made. And for me... Because to be honest, I feel like, uh, as you already described, uh, living um, in accordance to Christian values is exhausting. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of the reason I choose not to do it. And well, that's one of the two reasons. Um, and so f- for me, that, however, is still different and can be held to a different standard, at least in, in my moral compass, than, for sure. example, just sleeping around with a different woman every week. That for sure. me is something, that's yeah. something that I also disagree with. Because mm-hmm. I think that, uh, well, first of all, it's dangerous to your health, right? Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's it it takes away sort of the, even though I don't describe myself as religious, I do feel that the act of having sex with someone has some sort of, it's more than just value. Yeah, absolutely. There is I love value that. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, the fact that I know that I've been with my girlfriend and I, we are sexually exclusive to each other, that's how I sort of reconcile that, even though it's still actually wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I want to get to my second point, which is having grown up in a Catholic household and being a member in a Catholic fraternity, we do also accept uh, up to 10% of our members as Protestants. Mm-hmm. And um, what I will say is, even though all of us who are Catholics in our fraternity t- tend to rip on the Protestants, I will give them one thing. And it's that they're, the way that they live, and obviously there are different, there are different um, how do I say this, uh, uh, um, branches towards mm-hmm 
that, right? But in general, the, the way that they live is they are much more acknowledging of the shortcomings of being a human. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. that they lower the standards of what they believe in. It's that they understand that they are very flawed. And so they don't, they don't ignore that part of the equation. They openly talk about it. And so that's the reason why, for example, Protestant, um, at, at least one of the branches, I'm, I, I'm not sure which one it is, but um, one of these Protestant branch, branches can, for example, have female priests, right? And that mm -hmm. the priests are yeah. allowed to, to, to be married and have kids, blah, 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 right? I think that's a more, for me at least, a more realistic reconciliation of the modern world and sort of the old world, if you want to look mm. at it that way. Um, and so sometimes, to be honest, uh, even though it, in my environment, at least, the Catholics like to sort of put themselves above the Protestants, I, I say to myself, often, they actually live more honest than we do. We sort of, <laughs> we sort of lie about our existence. And yeah. like I said, I know so many who are like, I don't have to live by the rules because I just have to repent for, for, mm. for my wrongdoings. And you don't see that. Mm. At least I don't in the uh, other direction. So yeah, that, that. Yeah, and what ends up happening too, Lewis, right? Is you either you do that, you you kind of you just live by just confessing and not caring, yeah. or we we have what and like we have what some priests end up doing, right? Like you exactly. you yeah, yeah. you fulfill your desires secretly, secretly, yeah. and you just let them build, and you don't tell exactly. anybody about yeah, it. Yeah. And then you're you're ruined, yeah. right? The, you're ruined. Exactly. That's that's what what my third point was going to be is that the reason I think that the way that a lot of Protestants handle it is much better is because they acknowledge the problems, and it's sort of like you, the truest form of yourself is who you are when no one when no one is watching, right? That's that, that's something that I firmly believe in, yeah. And that's what I that's what I think happens to these Catholic priests who 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 repress certain. Uh, uh, needs or emotions or feelings or thoughts because they can't talk about them or mm -hmm. they they are shunned if they do talk about them and so in these moments where they are alone or where they are in a position of power that comes out mm -hmm. and that's problematic and that's why I think to have the discussion is better than to not have it because not having it and it's not just it doesn't just apply to that it applies to everything right mm. um, repressing things is only going to make them worse right and so that's why that's why I feel like it, it, it's important to have the conversation. And, and that's something that I'm very thankful of in my upbringing. Both my parents are Catholics and are, mm. are sort of religious, but they've never been shy about having, for example, having the conversation about sex, mm -hmm. what yeah. it is and what it means, what can happen, right? And so th that took out the, the curiosity mm. for me because I was informed about it. Mm. Well said. So, yeah. So that those are my thoughts <laughs> no i love it <laughs> i love it i love it it's it's the tell like again if if i'm if i'm experiencing these thoughts these desires these things inside of me and i can't bring them out yeah like how am i supposed to feel about these these things right exactly. like the, yeah. the, they're there i can't i can't deny that they're there you know um and that's also where again like it, i'll bring it back just an example homosexuality being a sin mm -hmm. right that does not mean by any sense of the word that just like I, again, as somebody who struggles, uh, like who struggled with pornography, who's still trying to get over that, right. Like mm -hmm. who's making sure that I, who's, who's kind of, um, yeah, be like trying to walk in purity basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, just as much as I can acknowledge my shortcomings in that, I should be able to say this person is like, he, 
he has homosexual thoughts. He has homosexual feelings. He is attracted to men mm. as a guy, right? Um, I'm not going to shun you for that. Yeah. Like we can, we like Jesus has covered that so we can walk away from it. We can, we can like kind of engage in the process of sanctification, of being washed clean of these things that we acknowledge as sin, sure. right? Um, it's that kind of a thing. I do want to ask you though, um, this is what, I, I love this point that you brought up about the, the general law, right? Like we all kind of adhere to, um, there is a, there is to a certain extent, there is a subjective, uh, an objective morality. Yeah. right there must be right for society to function where we do Absolutely. need to all agree that like you don't just go around killing people right <laughs> like whenever yeah, yeah. you feel like it right mm-hmm. um and so the 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 presence of an objective moral law is great um and even what you talked about when it comes to like um having sex for example right like um there is a like it's it's good to acknowledge sex as something more than just the act yeah there is value to it there's value to women Right. Absolutely. You don't just yeah. you don't just go around tossing women left and right um, because there's value to people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I guess my question then to y'all, um, and this is again, this is not coming from me. This is I'm just kind of presenting what I think the Bible says is like. I guess how much value then mm-hmm. are we putting on sex and women? Right. Um, okay. I think that's that's the question. Like if we all ought to adhere to a subjective more uh, to an objective moral law what moral law should that be right like what 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 do we what should we all agree that Mm -hmm. the moral law is because you brought up that it's again just don't hurt anybody right should everybody adhere to that yes in general (laughs) right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) exactly and is that the only law that we should you know what i'm saying like do you get what i'm saying like what is our standard as a whole so i think I think that's a really good question. And I think that's something that one could theoretically discuss ad absurdum, right? Sure. Um, (laughs) But when it's specifically towards the topic of sex, right? I think Mm. um, (laughs) my my dilemma with it is that from a secular biological perspective, it's something completely natural. Animals sort of do it without, (laughs) without any discretion right it's in fact there are certain species that solve every kind of social problem with sex right sure um and they happen to be primates as well so (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but i do agree that even though it is something completely natural it's something necessary for the propagation of a species there is some value to it i think the part the part where you and i might differ in opinion is that Mm. i i see that it has value but Mm. I don't think it has as high of a value as a lot mm. of people attached to it. For example, um, and again, this this is in no way a judgment towards anyone because everyone can do whatever they want with their body. That's that's sort of what I mm-hmm. think, right? Sure. Um, f- for me, I think it's it's less about. For example, there is this. There are people who believe in waiting uh, until marriage before having sex, right? That's perfectly fine. If that's what they want to yeah. do, go ahead and do it. I, I, I have no problems with that. But I personally see it in a different way. I would say it's important to wait until you find a right person, not the right mm. person, until you find mm. someone who you actually trust, who in that moment you actually love. Who knows? Maybe in a year you guys break up and it's really ugly and right. No one knows. Mm-hmm. But at least if, it, if in that moment it feels okay, for my moral compass, that's okay, right? Right. Um, 
because what I also find with a lot of these people who wait until marriage, I have I, I have a friend here in Germany who is currently doing that. And I whenever we just sort of talk about that over a couple of beers, right? You can tell that he's kind of repressed sometimes and he just wants to get out of the system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? hey, and yeah. hey, I'd be I'd be lying to you if I wasn't that way too. Like I'm saving yeah. sex for marriage, but yeah. my gosh, do I want to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, I, exactly. I, I want to. I want yeah, to very yeah. much. Exactly. So. And you can tell he's repressed and like especially when he's had a couple of beers in him, like, you know, your, your filter kind of goes away and then he starts talking <laughs> about it. And then just like, dude, honestly, like, you're not doing yourself. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That also must but, be very difficult, like, especially in Western society. And if yeah. you're in a big city oh. as well, yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was um, eating up with a couple of high school friends lit- a couple of days ago. I think it was yesterday. Mm. No, no, yeah. A couple of days ago. Oh mm. God, God, Hamid, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so we were in London, all right? One of the big major cities of the world. Yeah. We went, you know, pubs, pubbing. And, you know, I'm not one to really, I don't really enjoy sleeping around. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I was repressed, I would be it's easy. screwed in London. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we went to these clubs and all I could think of, well, not all I could think of, but one of my initial thoughts when walking into it was like, oh, look at all these sluts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, they could just be like one of those girls who like dress that way and are like, oh, let's just have a night out. It's been pretty bad for us. We yeah. just need like a night to go. Yeah, That's fine as well. But they were, mm-hmm. they looked that way. So yeah, sure. That's what I was talking about, about how, how, how accessible it is. And that's why it's so difficult to yeah. sort of... Mm-hmm reconcile those two things to be fair that friend that i do have who who, who is also saving himself for marriage i have a lot of respect for him because mm. he's surrounded by by people who are not like that right even right. even us like his, his group of friends don't think that mm. way and don't live that way yeah and he still yeah. manages to do it um so i i have a lot of respect for that even though for me personally it's not something that i agree with but it's okay i, I don't have to agree with what he does right mm-hmm. yes so, yeah. well said Absolutely. I want it, Alec, what do you, are you, do you hold the same views when it comes to this as Lewis, when it comes to kind of sex and uh, kind of relationships? Yeah, I mean, to, I mean, I do, I can agree with uh, the concept of waiting for marriage, because waiting for marriage is not just waiting for like, you know, a specific date or terms of agreement. Yeah. It's yeah. because you're going to be with someone who you love and cherish, someone that you yeah. will genuinely care about for potentially the rest of your life um but to abstain from it i don't really agree with because i just feel like it's a natural thing yeah Mm. Mm. and like what lewis said i do agree what he said in the fact that i don't think you should wait for the right person you should wait for Mm. a right person a right person because it's in the same way as in you know growing to resent someone that you've been with for a long time because things ended badly Yes, mm. and it, things ended badly, but you know, at some point, you did care about each other, and mm. uh, that's how I felt, uh, how I feel about mm. sex in general. So, like, you may not end up with this person, but if it feels right, right then why not? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, because it's different from like sleeping around, right? I was yeah. about to say, as long as it doesn't feel right every Saturday with a different person, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, I think if it feels right every Saturday, it's like, oh, okay, you, you kind of need yeah. to... Yeah. You're feeling yeah. wrong, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need to fix, fix what yeah. you're feeling there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to sit down and talk about this, mate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
I get you. Um, I'll I'll say this real quick too. I um, this is this is where I would say that it's not just about um kind of sex and relationships. Mm -hmm. This is where it kind of extends into just general societal and cultural kind of norms. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because reminder that like sex before marriage is a law in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's clear. Uh, like sex in marriage, sorry. Um, but the culture back then was you got married when you were 13, yeah, right? Yeah. As soon as you started feeling desire, you would get married, right? Yeah. And kind of society was able to make you be able to provide for your family, all of that stuff, right? Mm. We, we unfortunately now live in a culture where it's hard to provide for you and somebody else and a family one, until you're 30, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're still yeah, saving yeah. up for this and you're still doing all that, which is where I, I think the the fault kind of also goes to not fault but like the kind of the issue goes to mm. society as well i've got a lot of christian friend like in faith as well um the like i think i by by the first year outside of high school like they were still in college mm. um 21 years old like eight, 19 20 years old um i had like six of my graduating class got married you know um yeah. because again as christians so it's like as soon as yeah. you write, it's super early, yeah, right? Yeah. But again, the, the whole point is like, I, I don't want to wait. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah, I have yeah. these desires and um, the Bible says that like sex before me and like the rest of it, you know, like figuring out how to love this person, mm -hmm. um, like learning how to love this person uh, if they love the Lord as well. And if we're both kind of trying to live like we love Jesus, um, if, if we're both living that way and I'm learning how to provide and she's going to just trust me and believe me, like we're going to walk in that together, mm -hmm. that that's kind of the mindset, right? It's like, um, we're married now. So let's walk on this journey and let's enjoy, True. um, working together, like building a family, learning how to love each other and also having sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's that, it's that kind of a thing. Um, I think society also plays a role in that. Right. Um, Definitely. that's why, yeah, yeah. that's why I think there is like a lot of, arguments i wouldn't say debates because not really everyone debates nowadays um <laughs> but that's where a lot of like the disparities occur because people <laughs> who learn about it in today's modern society whether it's any sort of faith or subjective or you can say objective morality yeah. um those were things that were set in a different time as you <laughs> said when we would usually get married when we were like what 13 14 back then now we don't live I, th I still think we live short lives now, but we were living even shorter lives back then. Mm. And mm -hmm. uh, without, they didn't have the technology and development that we had. Like we were talking before on this podcast with relationships and dating, there's just too many options now. Yeah. And yeah. so you couple that with a longer life, a difficulty to not just provide for someone else, but just a general difficulty to provide for yourself. And then you have all these teachings that were, occurring in a different time that's where everything i feel sort of sort of just melts down mm. i think it also goes a little bit further um because what justin just described is this idea of getting married means that like also i suppose the religious background to that is that in the eyes of god you are now one person right so you mm -hmm. so you, you take two people you become one person I guess in a societal sense, you can say that like you are no longer two people with an agenda. You are like a team with the same agenda, yes. right? 100%. And I think that, I'll be honest with you, I have not witnessed that with a single woman here in Germany. And I've been in three relationships counting the one I'm in right now. Right. And I don't know if it's partly my fault or it's just because like Western society is a little bit different. But like 
I also noticed, for example, in my current relationship, I have completely different, um, I don't want to say different goals because we have the same goals, but I have a different agenda than, for example, what my partner does. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's, it, it's difficult to, to and, and I see that in like all of my friends, right? All of them just have completely different like, 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 like goals, sort of. And um, for example, right? Uh, a young w- woman in the West today, her obvious goal is career independence, um, you know, making something out of herself, which is all okay, right? But it doesn't fit into the prospect of, for example, if a man says, well, I want a woman with whom I can have children with, and I, mm-hmm. right, that's difficult. So how do you, how, so how do you navigate doing that? Well, so, well someone has to compromise, right? <laughs> and so in the moment that that happens, where you have, for example, these conflicting uh, 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 goals, it's very difficult to work as a team. And so you know, honestly, also even just getting married becomes very difficult because even even if on paper you are married, right? Mm. I see a lot of people who are still not working as a team, and that's that's to be honest something that I that I wish was different because I see it in my parents and I see it in a lot of people from from that generation. Mm. They they worked together towards a single goal, mm. and that doesn't happen nowadays anymore. And and, Bro, and it's, it's a shame. I'm so with you. I'm so with you on yeah. that. And I like. And this is, again, I, I don't know why. I, I might be wrong about this. Y'all can disagree. But I, I do put the fault to contemporary culture as yeah, well, so, like so how we've been I brought do. up. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, I, I mean, it, I don't hate the movement as a, like, everything about it. But there's a lot that I don't like about it. Women empowerment, right? Like, female empowerment. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's things that I disagree with about that in terms of we're not the same, men and women. Exactly. Right? We're not. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, that's fair, okay. I think the... Uh... I personally think that the biggest victims of the woman empowerment movement have been women themselves. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Honestly. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate to say it this way, but like every, every guy I've met who's been over 30 has said to me, don't worry about dating in your 20s. I'm like, why? Once you're 30, it becomes easy because women start to fucking pick up on this. The fact that they're running out of time, right? And they're like, it needs to happen. Body clock, body clock. It needs to happen right exactly. now. So he was just like, don't worry, don't sweat it. You don't find you don't find the right person wait yeah just wait yeah right yeah it, they'll, they'll come around kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. <laughs> um no i get you i and again this is for me this is where the uh kind of i go back to the bible and the biblical designs in it like the bible does have yeah. specific designs for men and women right yeah, yeah, yeah and some of which we don't we may not agree with in contemporary culture mm-hmm. right to certain extents but it does lay out designs in the sense that um again equal in value, different in function. That's how I call it. Um, Men and women are the same in value, but they have different functions. And women, twist it how you will, you can give birth and you can carry a child, right? Men cannot do that, right? Twist it how you will. And so the Bible never says women are not allowed to work, never says that. Mm. Go get a job, go do this. But you are created by God to bear children, right? And so um, there is a compromise that has to be had there. And yeah. that, that shouldn't be seen as something to hold you back. That's a beautiful, no, wonderful thing, no, no. right? Like that's, that's awesome. Um, I also have to, have to add to that. That structure has held a large part of Western society for the past, what, 500, 600 plus years, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's worked for us. And sure, you could always say, well, women were extremely repressed. Yes, they were. And that's, mm. a, that, that, that's a fault in, in history. Yes. That, that, I'm not saying we should go back to that. What I am saying is that a woman shouldn't have to choose between 
having a career and having a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Both should be doable. Now, obviously, like, let's take this now to the, to the perspective of the employer. The employer is going to be like, well, you know, I can't really hold a position open for you and you're out for two years, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. difficult. Sure. But I also don't think that, like, for example, it's absolutely necessary for both partners even though, because nowadays all you hear is strive for more success, more, 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 more money, more this, more that, more uh, bigger, bigger vacations, bigger yeah. cars. Whatever <laughs> happened to this idea of just like having a normal, a normal family home, which mom and dad can can pay the bills on. Everything works. You have everything. You're not hungry. You're not cold in the winter. You know, you have mm. clothes on your back. You can go to school. Everything's fine. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> You know, no one thinks about that anymore. No one's like, you, you got to get your BMW, Louis. Except, you got to yeah, get your yeah. BMW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, See, no one ever, no one ever thinks about, um, you know, just being okay with a, a, a high um, uh, five digit salary in a combined household. No one's happy mm-hmm. with that. Everyone's yeah. like, it needs to be six, maybe even seven figures. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. well, you'll never see your kids if you have them, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> That's just because of modern society, though. Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, think about how things were. I mean, I, I think that things are worse now than it was when we were going to high school. Because when we were in high school, mm. it, I thought it was already bad. Yeah. Because everyone, <laughs> even just the concept of people thinking about going and applying to go to university and i asked them like oh what do you want to do oh i don't know like well, yeah yeah what the fuck are you doing it then yeah why yeah. are you just going into an ocean of debt but you don't know what you want to do exactly. it, right like, <laughs> and it, it goes for the same for everything else it's like oh i want this and i want this i want more i want more it's like well why exactly and yeah they can't really explain why yeah and i can i can pinpoint exactly why it's because you're surrounded by this culture of wanting more exactly yeah Mm. and i think that's just to bring it back to the point that i made i think that is the reason why men and women in the whole relationship thing are having such a difficult time right now it's because no one is talking about shared responsibility shared goals no one is talking about about the big picture in 50 years everyone is talking about you need to have this by the time you're 30 well you don't die by the edge but by the time that you hit 30, right? So think a little bit further than that. And like, yeah, I'm a straight preacher right now, both of you. I love it. <laughs> and it is the thing, right? Ridiculous. Like, it's not even that. Because when you die, regardless of what you believe in, you're not going to take those material things with Nothing you. Nothing comes with you. Nothing. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Exactly. 100%. Whether or not you believe that something happens after you die, doesn't matter. None of the yeah. things that you build or have or attain in this world come with you the only to be fair do you know what would really piss me off if i was laying on my deathbed and i don't care if i made like six seven figures for 20 years right it would really piss me off i was like i never got to spend like i never got to see my kids that often and i never you know i was never there for the school play i was never there for this i didn't get to Mm -hmm. see my daughter's first horseback riding session whatever bullshit Uh hobby she picks up i don't know right (laughs) (laughs) horseback riding is expensive buddy i'll tell you that much (laughs) so that would piss me off more then like 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 that that would make me deeper like deeply sad and mm-hmm. no amount of money on my bank account would compensate for that nothing yes yes and i think i think that that should be something all of us think about regardless of if you're religious or not because those are see those like family values tend to be very religious things right mm-hmm. and i i have i i, I largely agree on that but mm-hmm. i think that everyone especially nowadays in this world where everything is about more faster bigger better yeah. right just mm-hmm. sit down for a moment and think about you know what's actually important yeah yeah 
and and as a if I may, um, as a speaking from the perspective of a Christian, sure. as somebody who sees like who who looks at everything that's happening and fully agree with you on every single thing that you guys just said, right, about society yeah. and about where it's going, um, we look at Western society, right, and how the United States was founded on a Christian a Christian kind of mindset, a Christian mm. culture, a Christian all of that, right, like because of because of God, because of Jesus Christ, because of everything that he did, this is how society ought to be. Yeah. Where we yeah. work, we live, we generate, and with a lot of excuse, and with a lot of mistakes yeah. as mean, well. It's right? on the money, Go. right? And God we trust. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it is, right? It is. Um, it's not on anybody's minds anymore, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like that, I think that's, that's what, uh, I mean, I hear it a lot in Christian circles and all. It's the, um, and it's not to say that everybody was a Christian before, right? Oh, but it was yeah, a Christian yeah. influence on society. Um, and now that one could say just religion in general, right? But um, I would say specifically Christianity and, and God, like as in Jesus Christ and God, mm. um, Yahweh. Um, once that's taken out of the picture, it, the values that came with that start to fall apart as well, right? And then now we have a society that doesn't even, that doesn't put importance on the same things it used to put importance on when it believed in those things. And so that's, I, I guess, you guys were talking about it's just about it's it's about making money it's about growth and it's about material things right we go back to like do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth right store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust don't destroy and all that stuff that's biblical right it's it's a it's a removal of that and we talk about marriage why do we have to wait so long to get married oh because i can't provide for her because of the economy but wait again like you said are you waiting for six seven digits before you can provide for her yeah yeah. why don't you get married and build a life together why can't you both be un like yeah. un, unmaterialistic and live that way. Exactly. And, right? and when does when does not be able to provide stop? Because I know some married couples who have a household income of 40,000 euros a year, which is not much. Mm. It's not much, okay. but they make yeah. it work. Mm. So exactly. And both of them go working. So if like, let's just assume that that they go that, that they both get paid equally, which they don't. Um, that, that means that every person takes <laughs> takes home 20 grand a year right which is really not much that's that's it's not that's, much yeah that's really low but they make it work and it's just because and chances are they're happier too bro they right are, like they're extremely <laughs> happy and this is the thing whenever you speak to them it's not that they've completely forgotten that they are individuals right they like mm. both of them as individuals have certain things that they want the guy wants to buy a motorcycle now mm-hmm. right because he's having a bit of a midlife crisis but whatever and <laughs> <laughs> in any case what you hear so often when you talk to them is that they actually like they work together towards doing stuff the house needs renovating mm. okay how are we going to do it it's not the woman sitting mm. how are you going to pay for it right mm. it's totally different i love that yeah. that's beautiful right <laughs> yeah. like isn't it's that totally that's different. marriage exactly and then you have some of these yeah. people who take home six seven digits and the guy has a wife doesn't really care but doesn't see her bar none mm-hmm. right and yeah. so like what is that honestly and yeah. i think you're i, th- I think i think you're right it's it's it, it's it's sort of the problem and you already kind of brought it up it's that a lot of western society was founded on a lot of christian um or let's just say on a lot of religious principles, right? Mm. Um, that, that's true for Europe. That's true for the United States. And now in the past five to six years, we have seen sort of these things be questioned and for some points, rightly so, right? But for mm-hmm. a lot of sure, people, absolutely. of why and the slow, the slow erosion of a lot of these values, we're already seeing the results of that now. And mm-hmm. that's, that's something that started 
what six years ago and we're seeing mm -hmm. results right now i don't want to i'll be real i don't want to know what it's going to be like in 10 years because i um I, i'm honestly sometimes afraid of the of the track that we're on oh. yeah because I, i'm scared to have night. kids bro yeah, i'm scared to have kids exactly because nothing yeah. this, this is the this is the absurdity of our time nowadays we have so much access to information so in theory, we should be a really, a, a really strictly fact-based society, and yet at the same time, nothing is true anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Men are all of a sudden not men, right? Or can be men, or can be women also, or can be whatever they want to be in between. Oh my which God, I say, mate. I have no problem if you're, if whatever, like, whatever your sexuality is, right? But mm -hmm. I'll be honest, and I, I sort of feel uncomfortable saying this, and I'm just going to say it. I have a problem calling a biological male a woman. I do. I have I have a deep seated issue with that because it conflicts on so many levels for me. It conf conflicts on a secular science level and it conflicts on a moral level for me. This video might get fact. taken. This video <laughs> might get taken down when y'all post it. <laughs> <laughs> Reported as abuse. I'm excited. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hate speech. Hate speech. And there's nothing hateful about what I just said. No, I don't. I agree. I agree fully. So, Justin, from that sort of point of view of yours, what do you think about, like, this LGBTQ thing going on? Yeah. Because, like, for um, me, like, I'm a mellow person. Like, do what you want. Like, I, will support, I would support your right to, yeah. you know, address you or, like, treat you in the way that you feel, right? But when it comes to things like my pronoun game isn't all too good. Oh, God. And when... Luckily, I've not had any complicated issues with that just because I've never really interacted with many transgenders. But, you know, when it's, when it's little stuff like that and they have, I hear stories of people just getting eggy with others just mm. for little things like that. For me, it's a little thing. That frustrates me <laughs> as a person living in this society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Um, As if we don't have bigger problems right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and can I just say, like, unfortunately, um, and I do say this, yeah, I, I'll emphasize unfortunately, I do know some Christians, some, some well-meaning Christians, well-meaning, but I would, honest, I would say misinformed mm. Christians that, again, their, their thought process would be, oh, it would be loving to call this person what they want me to call them. Right. Like that's their thought process. Like I'm yeah. loving them. I'm being loving. Like I, I think Jesus would do it because he loves this person. So we should, mm. I completely disagree. Okay. <laughs> um, completely because, and, and my thought process behind it is um, again, with as much love and as respect as I can, God made you a certain way, mm -hmm. right? Like you were made this way and you saying that you were not supposed to be made that way is calling your creator mistaken. Mm. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. it's, that's, that's the way I would see it, again, biblically speaking, is sure. God made you this way. And sure, you have these desires inside. I'm not going to dismiss those. I'm mm. not going to dismiss those feelings that you feel like you're a woman, but you're in a man's body and all of that. But let's address those feelings yep. and not, not your biological state, right? Yeah. Um, right. Like, let, let's talk about that. Maybe, what if that, uh, I guess my thought process is we've, we've, this culture, this society nowadays, we, we put so much emphasis on what we feel like yeah. what I feel is truth. Right. Um, and it supersedes again, biology and it supersedes yeah. science. Right. Um, which I don't disagree with either. And it stands in total contradiction to the 
capabilities we have nowadays. If you don't know yeah. something, you pull out your phone, you open up Google, and in 10 minutes, you know, right? Mm -hmm. If you yeah. read up on it. If not, you know in two minutes if it's a, if it's a yes or no answer. Right right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and see, the funny thing about that is everything that we just said is considered to be, to be unacceptable. For example, uh, mm -hmm. a friend of mine had a situation recently where he was, he was dating a woman. And he had been on a couple of dates with her. And I think on like the fourth or fifth date, they went back to his place. They were, they were about to sleep with each other. And she, or in this case, now we know it's a he, oh, since no. she dropped, dropped the bomb that yeah. she used to be a he. And he was really offended by this. And, you know, he like, he obviously left, never spoke to her again. And then he sort of felt like, like, like betrayed in a certain way. Right. And then, some evening he was like, yo guys, can we just meet up? I just need someone to talk to him. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? And he was telling us this. And I, I sort of looked at him and I was like, dude, you have every right to feel mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, like betrayed. Yeah. And one of our friends actually said, that's a really bigoted thing to say. And I was like, why? Mm -hmm. He is a heterosexual who doesn't want to, who, who isn't attracted to men. So yes, maybe he, you know, he couldn't know. Right. <laughs> and so sure. Maybe he fell for it. Right. And, but whatever, it doesn't matter. And then when it's revealed to him that she is a, he, right and he doesn't like that how is that bigoted yeah yeah it's the way you naturally feel yeah and, exactly uh if we're speaking completely about like you know transgenders in general i feel that that's that's unnatural to me yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean you, okay you look, were born a certain way and i think you know the way that you are is good yeah and as you said justin you i'm we're not dismissing the way anyone feels Exactly. But let's address those feelings rather yeah. than mm -hmm. go as to as far as changing your physical uh, appearance. You know. What yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And I like. <laughs> I I get because again that society is shifting the way we're thinking, which is what's scary about it, right? Yeah. Which is what you guys said. Like, if all of a sudden I need to be okay with sleeping with you. If you're, if you call yourself a woman, yeah, but you're not, right? Like exactly, that's that's yeah. where it's going, and that's where that's where I just I I, I don't know if it's, yeah, that's not right. I, I yeah, can't, yeah. right? Um, I, I will say this. Oh, go oh, ahead. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I I was gonna I wanted to bring up something that we might disagree on. So I'll, I'll sure, I want to hear your thought ahead. first. No, no, oh, I okay, just wanted to, okay. I just wanted to say like you know it's even the little things like when Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner. Mm -hmm. and she yeah. won woman of the year i'm like how the fuck how did she get woman of the year she <laughs> not never just even that. had a period and not she's just that. woman of the year not just that when i heard that i thought how disrespectful to the all <laughs> to all the women who have worked their ass off not just mm -hmm. this year but for years and years in building something and making a difference and yeah. then this man becomes a woman artificially and then wins that award how disrespectful is that you heard of the the what is it the the transgender weightlifter? Do you hear oh about that? God, yeah, Australian guy. He wasn't that, playing like, it in the men's league, so he changed yeah. his gender. And <laughs> now he's a champion. By the way, this is even worse. Like weightlifting, like that's bad enough, but this is even worse than MMA fighting. You have mm. you have men transitioning to, to becoming women and just mangling. Where? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not even close. In the, in the ring, that's stupid, dude. That's just dumb. Yeah. And like that's another yeah. thing, like. Yeah, we can have equal rights, just men and men and uh, women in general. But there's there a reason why it's been like this for mm -hmm. a long time. It's yep. because we're not equal. 
yes, exactly. Yep. We are human beings, but we all have different capabilities. And it's not sexist to say that women can't do Mm-mm. the things men can do because men, not Mm-mm. every man can do everything men can do. Yep. Yes. That's why and we have sports it- leagues and uh, competitions <laughs> because yeah. there's some shit that people can do that the rest can't. Yeah. yeah and nothing wrong like again that doesn't affect your value as a person right like that's not about who you are and that's i think that's the um that's the mistake that was made in previous like in previous versions of society right is yeah. where because we can do more or because we're more capable because we work all of a sudden we're more valuable right like that's yeah. that's that was the mistake but i would say you don't have to overthrow that version of society to change that you can improve it Yep. right like exactly. that that's the that's the fallen nature kind of thing you know um so i'm with you guys um i think what i would uh wh- where i come from which is where i would say that there's a disagreement because i i i fully agree um about homosexuality about the lgbtq movement about like um um transgenders specifically as well um i personally as a as a christian you all know how like again it's it's um you're either saved or you're not saved right like that's how it works and so um just like what we were talking about in terms of jesus has to be like it it has to be you have to be saved by the blood of jesus christ to be saved um otherwise no matter what good works you do we have to be logically consistent again no matter what good works you do no matter Mm -hmm. how good of a person you are you're still you still fall short of the standard and so therefore that's why jesus christ came that's why god sent Mm -hmm. god himself to come die on the cross to save us from our sins and all of that. Right. And so for me as a Christian, I can have this discussion with somebody, but from my thought process, being logically consistent with my faith, if I turn, if I, if I, if I convince a transgender person that they're not transgender, right. If I turn somebody who turned into a woman and tell them that they need to go back to becoming a man and they, they agree with me, they, they, they are on the same page. Mm. What I have, what I have is a straight man who is still not saved, okay. right? A straight man who is still going to hell. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the scary part of it, right? For me. And so like, I guess the thought process for me is like, introduce them to Jesus first, introduce him to the love of God first and who he is and submission to the law of god like if you are a christian if you truly believe in god and therefore the bible all of these other laws will follow yep. right like all the rest should come with that and that's why i would say again like while christianity is the most common religion in the world like most people like the most number of people in the world would say they are christian mm-hmm. i think it's close with islam now i think yeah, actually yeah. They're, they're getting close right mm-hmm. um but while most people are nominally christian i don't i would put a much smaller percentage in people who actually live it out right who are Very actually true. truly followers of Very jesus yeah. and so that's where i would come that's that's kind of the the angle that i would come at it with i would tell them that i believe that their lifestyle is wrong and all that we mm. can have a topic about it but i don't think i'm doing any good or i don't think i'm i'm really helping this person if i'm not introducing them to jesus first mm. if that makes sense um and that's i guess that's where the disconnect happens a little bit but um yeah, yeah. yeah. but again that's that's a very good example i find of just to bring it back towards the 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 dichotomy that exists between christianity and uh, islam because Mm -hmm. both are abrahamic uh, religions both Mm -hmm. in theory worship the same god Mm -hmm. um 
the difference is that, for example, as you just as you just described, the the biblical way to go about, for example, this topic of a uh, transgender person, right? The biblical way to go about this is to introduce them to the love of Christ, to the religion, and by doing that, they will come to the understanding that what they're doing is wrong and will change and repent for their sins. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that every Muslim is going to do what I'm what I'm about to say, but in 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 Islamic scripture, it's different. It's mm-hmm. there, there is no forgiveness for that act, and the punishment is death. So not again, not every Muslim sees it that way, but the scripture mm-hmm. is very clear about what happens in situations mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it, that's the same, for example, for if a Christian and a Muslim were to meet and speak about the religion, the, the Christian it might try to introduce the Muslim to his faith or her faith, right? And it's not, it's not about actively trying to convert them, but just to maybe give them the idea, right? The Muslim is by scripture bound to almost force upon the other person their faith. That's, those are some of the differences. That's, mm. I find that's really important to highlight because that's another thing that gets, for some reason, in today's society, a lot of these LGBTQ and feminist topics are set on the same stage with everyone wanting to accept Islam as this religion of peace and then putting Christianity on the side of the bad people, right? The, the, the oppressors, the people who have, who have ruined society up until this point. To which I say, you realize that like, cons- <laughs> like reconciling Islam and LGBTQ feminist movements doesn't work. It systematically doesn't work. It, wor- it, it doesn't really work with Christianity either, but it works better. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Can I like? I'm so happy this is coming from you, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> again, not not yeah. from me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, it's helpful for me. And again, like to 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 be as fair as I possibly can be. Mm-hmm. We we brought this up earlier, right? Like, there's a lot of Muslims who are not living according to their scripture. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of Christians who are not living according to our scripture, right? Absolutely. Um. Yeah. What we're comparing is the scripture, like the exactly. the actual the exactly. actual yeah, teachings, yeah. right? Which yeah. is what we should be comparing. Because that's our gauge for truth. People will mess up, yep, exactly. right? People will yep. live unaccording to how even, it is, and so even in even in, in in secular spaces, there are there are there are scientists who who go against fact, right? Yeah, mm. it happens. Mm. So, Ooh. yeah, dude, this yeah. is so fun. I'm sorry, yeah. like I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this really I'm enjoying heavy this conversation. So <laughs> yeah. 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 So I mean. Like we're having now, we're having a nice conversation. Why do you think whenever people have conversations, not even just about faith and religion, but other taboo subjects, why do you think it will mostly end in badly? Mm. Coming from someone who has that faith and religion. Ah, so... So make a lot of things, obviously, right? Like yeah, I, I can't, I can't necessarily pinpoint one. There's a, a lack of research sometimes, right? Like yeah, not reading yes. up, not not being super, yeah, yeah misinformation. Mm-hmm. Um, also, sometimes, re- kind of taking what's the what's the oh man, like, is it red herring? Is it is it scary? Like basically feeling no no not it's not red herring. Um, but just the logical fallacy of taking my being wrong about information as like personally, essentially, mm, like I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm an, I'm a horrible person because I was wrong. I pre- presented yeah. wrong information. 
right? Um, and vice versa, because I have the right information, I'm better than you. That's yeah. incorrect too, right? Like mm. we need to be able to have discussions void of emotion, I would or, say. Or that right? are at the very least fruitful and that they bring both parties to a certain common understanding. You, sure, exactly. That mutual respect yeah. for, mutual for respect both sides. and understanding rather than mutually agreeing because that's not yeah, going yeah, to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other, I, I will say there, there's a certain extent to which if I care about you, right? Like if I really care about you and I sincerely believe that I have the truth, mm. um, it will get emotional, right? Mm. Like there, there is a certain extent to which I need you to be here because if you're walking into a, if, 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 if I see you walking in front of a bus that you don't see mm. and I want to save you from that bus, I will get panicky. I'll be like, bro, get yeah, out of there. Yeah. Right. Like, and so there is a certain extent to which feelings will be a part of it. Mm. Right. Like I, uh, again, if I'm a Christian a lot, and if I'm following the logic, if I'm a Christian and I believe that only Jesus Christ saves and I look around and I see friends of mine who don't know Jesus, that should hurt me. Mm. Right. That should scare, that should make me want to bring you here. That should make me want to introduce you to Jesus. And yes, you are fully. And I guess that this is where I would, I'm trying to find the line mm. is like, I, you are like, I cannot force you to believe this truth. I cannot force you to believe, or this idea, let's say, right. Like I cannot force you yeah. to believe this idea. I cannot force you to live the way I live, but we are all, like, we can choose our way of life but we can't choose the consequences for those ways of life. True. Right. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, we're accountable for it at the end. Right. Yeah. If, if I, if we do get to the end and there is no God, there is no, none of this, then I'm accountable for the life I wasted. Mm. Right. If we do get to the end and there is a God and everything I believed was true, then people who did not believe that are accountable for that. Right. True. And okay. so I guess that's where I would say the discussion has to kind of come to a certain, like there are certain truth-based discussions that need to come to a conclusion at some point. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's where it might get rough. Um, but mm. for the most part, I'm not, I'm not talking about necessarily like other than God, other than eternity, other than like how we live in that. Like when we're talking about politics, when we're talking about um, sex, lifestyle, all of these things, a lot of it is, yeah, I think just sometimes people get butthurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes people just get butthurt and they ought not to be. It's like, hey, we're just having a conversation. Exactly, yeah. You know? But do you, th do you also think it has to do with the fact that things like faith and religion are so ingrained into someone's sort of well-being and character? That's mm. why it can also get really nasty? I do. I do. I, it, whether that's right or wrong is, is up for debate, right? Like, I, I do believe that my faith needs to be all of who I am. Mm. right like it doesn't demand a certain part of me it, it's all of me mm. um but i will also say this again um truth truth stands for itself yeah right like um what do I, like if i if i if i throw a glass if i pour water over your head you can get as emotional or, or butthurt or debate me as much as you're wet right yeah. <laughs> like you just yeah, got exactly. wet like you just yeah. got water on your head so um, truth, truth, it's truth, whether you debate it or whether, whether I like, even if I can't explain myself, right, the truth still stands, right? It's regard, yeah. it's, it's separate from me, right? And so um, that's also where I think certain Christians need to kind of 
be okay with mm. like it, like they, they 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 need to suck it up a little bit you know like they they i think they feel like if i can't explain myself right or if i don't have all the answers oh no i start to doubt everything you know like mm. do do some research read up if this is the truth it will stand the test yeah true right mm. like no matter what yeah. debates are thrown at it like i don't care what you say about gravity gravity's gravity Right, yeah. like you're not gonna, Ooh, you can't debate that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but that, that's that's all I'm saying, right? Like I, I so far in my 28 years of life, um, Christianity has stood the stood the trials and the the debates, mm-hmm. um, and like God being real, Jesus, Jesus Christ, all of that, like it, it stood that. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't I don't feel the need to get butt hurt if I can't explain myself. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, it's, it's stood the test for me, you know? Sure. Um, and I think so. that that goes for, that goes really for anyone. You know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to have this existential discussion with yourself before you have it with others on what, what is it that I actually believe in? What, like, what, what is correct for me? Right. Um, and if you're unaware of that, inform yourself and then make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. But I think, as, as acceptable as it is for you to say that for you, your faith has stood the test of time for other people. One person might say, for example, I've been okay with having no faith in mm, yeah. the past 10 years. That's fine, right? <laughs> sure, people can get like iffy about the, the, the moral implications that has or the ethical implications that has. But at the end of the day, it's all just about finding, at least for me, the, the compromise between you know who I am as a person and what I can actually like propagate as an idea right and so yeah i think the reason people get so 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 butthurt is because they forget that the other person is also just a person who hopefully has had this conversation with themselves and has come to a certain conclusion yeah because because both will stand on their pillars of truth and say you're wrong right but it doesn't have to be that way it doesn't have to come to that it can just be a conversation about why and uh, like how the person came to that conclusion that's it that's fine i think it's also because i've also found that people can err on the side that their reasoning for why they think the way they do is because of the negative things that have happened before very true like like you you think about you know uh, muslim and you think about you know allah and then you have people thinking, oh, terrorists. And it's like, yeah. they're not they're not completely right, but exactly. you know, yeah. terrorists have been doing these things and they've been predominantly of that faith. And they've been calling then, it in the name of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there are bad um, sides that religion can lead people to. Like um, when I was reading up on Buddhism, their whole, I'm paraphrasing, but their whole thing is literally just, you know, let go of mm-hmm. everything let go of life let go of control let go of material things mm. and while i've for me i found that to be i resonated with that as well i also thought about it some more and i realized that it could lead some people who practice it to become a sort of existentialist nihilist as well nihilist, which isn't yeah. good yeah, yeah. and sure. then you have things with the catholic church and christianity where wars have been going on because of it and mm-hmm. you the think about scandals, even corruption yeah, yeah and you, you can even think about you know like last year i think mm-hmm. 
Poland. Um, the church, I don't think it was even the government had a say in it, but the church outlawed uh, abortion. And so I think that happened. Yeah. 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 And so when it, when there's a lot of information like that as well, people, I, I found that people will only use that rather than also reading into what the faith is actually about and what well, people who truly do practice those different things um, are actually peaceful or they're actually, you know, loving people. And then, but then you also have those things that happen and they use that again for their mm -hmm. arguments. And it's not wrong. I don't think so, but it's not the whole story. Yeah. Have you ever encountered, you know, sort of those sort of arguments? If you ever had those conversations with someone, Justin? Which, which arguments, Alec, just to be clear? No, like anything where it's like, oh, but like, like for example, one I hear out often is that, mm. oh, but, you know, uh, people, more people have died because of religion yeah. or in the name <laughs> of religion. Yeah. Like, have you ever encountered anything like that? I have. I have. And they're, again, they're not wrong, right? Mm. They're not wrong. Um, it, it, there, there is another side to that, right? Like, yes, more course, people yeah. have died in the name of religion. I would also say that more people have died in the 21st century alone than all the previous 20 centuries combined yeah. statistically, right? And so, like, you can make that argument too. Like, you could talk about Western society and, and how that has affected things and all. Um, and so, um, yeah, uh, it, for sure. I, I'm, with, I'm with Lewis in the, what he brought up earlier. Um, and, and this isn't a complaint. This is, it's biblical, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's to be expected that um, I do see a lot of, in current society, um, Christianity is being attacked a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And so there, there's a lot of kind of a hate going against Christianity um, for many reasons due to our incorrect way of acting in the past, right? Do, like there's yeah. been a lot of, um, it, like it's a mix of both. Yeah, that was our fault. We were idiots, you know, like, or just, just uh, like the institution yeah. of Christianity and Catholicism has been stupid in the past, right? right. Has been very unbiblical mm. in the past. Um, but on the other hand, if, if our, if our, if the head of our faith, Jesus Christ was persecuted unjustly, should we expect any different, right? <laughs> like that, yeah. that this is just, just the way it's going. Right. Mm. Um, and so, um, yeah, I've, I like, I'm, I'm all, I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm for that. I expect persecution to a certain extent, um, as a Christian. Um, but I also, and that's why I relish conversations like this right where we can be able to kind of talk about it and um see where we're both on the same page and see um kind of see what we both see about society I, like again um the, the the ways that society can improve and all that um i'll 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 say one last i guess polarizing thing here um and i guess this is where we're both um because i know we've been we've been talking for a bit i could go on guys like we could do yeah, this no for worries, hours no i worries. wish but i know we gotta know but yeah um yeah no i guess the I, I totally agree that um, discussion, especially discussions like this, should like at the end the mutual respect for each other 
ought to end in a mutual understanding that we could both go our separate ways and both still disagree at the end of this discussion. Yeah. Right. And, um, and depending on the topic, um, yeah, I guess, but depending on the topic, uh, especially when talking about truth statements, mm. and this is, this is kind of the, the one thing that come into this podcast, um, I like, it was on my mind to kind of say or, or speak. Mm -hmm. um, sure. it, it's that uh, truth, not everything is a truth statement, but mm. truth, unfortunately, by nature is exclusive, right? Like it, it, it by nature says everything else is false, mm -hmm. right? Um, this is blue, which means it's not red, pink, green, yellow, black, yes. you know, like the, all of everything else is false. This is blue, right? Like that it's a truth statement. Um, it, and so religion and belief, uh, I guess, I guess what I'm coming from is like, uh, unfortunately, and I wish it wasn't the case, honestly, because I like, again, as somebody who loves people who cares about like mm. my friends and who cares about everybody, I wish it wasn't the case, but there either is a God or there isn't mm -hmm. right. Um, the afterlife, there either is something in the afterlife or there isn't, um, what is that God like? He either is this way or he isn't kind of thing. And so those are the things that I believe at the end of the day, we're going to have to reconcile about yep. and it, people will be wrong about. And that's the scary thing, right? Because it is, it does mean uh, like it, if, if the afterlife is real, then eternally, that's a scary thing to consider, right? Mm. If you are wrong about that. And so I like, and again, this is, this is for further episodes, further discussions, whatever sure, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, like, I guess that, that, it would just be a matter of each of us having the responsibility to be like, okay, so not what do I feel is true, but what is true, mm. right? Like what mm -hmm. is, what is true, not to each his own, because what, if it is to each his own to a certain extent, but one of us is going to be wrong. Yep. Right. Um, that yeah, kind not, of thing. It's not about who's, um, it's not about like whose truth is okay, but it's, yeah. it's, Barring any opinion, what is actually yeah. right? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Well, I think we're gonna end it here. Justin, yeah. thank you very much for coming onto the podcast. Very happy you can make it, and I'm definitely sure we would want to have you back yeah, on again. We'll soon definitely have you back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, this was amazing, man. Yeah, because yeah, really there are a lot more topics I wanted to touch on. One of them you mentioned being afterlife. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and oh, that's hopefully <laughs> hopefully we can get you in soon and we can maybe start yeah. off with that but regardless of all that thank yeah thank you very much for coming and uh we're gonna have you on soon again. alec and lewis guys this was awesome man i really like and again you guys have said this too in the cultures that we live in these conversations are ultimately all unfortunately kind of rare right yeah yeah and so yeah. i i love i love these man i love i will have mm. Whenever y'all invite me, I'd be happy to be on here. Yeah, it was really a pleasure that. having you on. Like, honestly, yeah. I was kind of afraid of having uh, this podcast because, like, uh, really? we do know each other. We've we've met previously in life, and I, I sort of yeah. felt like, oh, it's difficult for me to sort of combine both of our perspectives, which are, <laughs> which are very different, right? Yeah. Um, but honestly, it was really fruitful, and I'm really glad that you came yeah. on. So, yeah, man, thanks for being here. Yeah. I mean, Appreciate my takeaway from this episode or this conversation really is just that we all kind of have, I think every human being has that same sort of objective or morality of just being mm. a decent human being. 
uh, the conflict does come in when people are misinformed or when yeah, people yeah. don't have enough knowledge about things like faith and religion and then yeah. they use what they have been surrounded by and you know how the news doesn't really report anything happy so <laughs> they use things like that as the base of their arguments and yeah. that's where problems arise yeah yep. but yeah no be a good human being people yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bye everyone love it all right bye, everyone. take care guys thank you